Hello, you're listening to Fish Food, a podcast for entrepreneurs who started working for themselves to build companies that grow into thriving businesses. Here, we provide bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Keila hill Trawick, and whether you're acting as your own accountant or looking for a new one, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Fish Food Podcast. I'm your host, Keila hill Trawick, and today I'm super excited because we are bringing a series to you called Beyond the Numbers. We really want to talk about the fact that numbers by themselves aren't good or bad. They don't mean anything as standalone, right? You really need to know what the story is behind it so that you can make decisions for your business that not only make the most sense, but also build a life and a business that you can be proud of, that you are working towards intentionally. And you know my focus on always trying to avoid growth for the sake of growth. So this week, we're going to start with the profit and loss or the P&L statement. Excited to get started. So let's dig in. So on a very basic level, a profit and loss statement tells you whether you're profitable. It is one of the most straightforward financial statements that you'll see and identifies your revenue minus your expenses and then what's left over. So essentially, if you made more than you spent, then you have a profit. If you spent more than you made, then you have a loss. One of those is not necessarily better than the other at all times, and we'll talk about that. But if you're ever wondering, when somebody says a P&L, what am I actually looking at? It's the picture of everything that you have brought in as income minus everything that you spent with throughout the year in order to make your business run. So what does a P&L do? It really is the lifeblood of your tax return. So if you're focused on taxes, the majority of the information that decides how much tax you will owe comes directly from your profit and loss. Your revenue is what the IRS wants to tax, right? Your income gets an income tax. And so we want to use that in order to show how much you made and then the deductible expenses that reduce your taxable income so that the determination of an accurate tax due can be included on your tax return. But more importantly, even though taxes are year round, the profit and loss is really the standing foundational piece of helping you make strategic decisions about your business. Think about it. Everything from should I hire more people to am I charging enough to can I quit my job and run this full time? All of that is really dependent on whether you're making enough and whether you're keeping enough. And that's what your profit and loss is telling you. We're going to talk about your balance sheet later, but know that your profit and loss is not going to give you information about how much money is in your bank account how much is outstanding in invoices, and how much you potentially owe on loans or other liabilities that are owed by the business but won't show up on your profit and loss statement. All right, so let's talk about what's actually on your profit and loss. We talked about revenue and expenses, but what does that mean? Real straightforward, revenue is income. It is the money that you are paid for the services that you provide. This can be everything from direct services, so say your one-on-one or your group services, to items that you sell, courses, merchandise, templates. Any of those things are going to go in the revenue bucket. And one of the things that I really recommend is that you are specific about what you want to capture in the revenue line. When you look at your revenue, it can be really easy to just have one line that says all the money that comes in. But remember, this is supposed to help you make strategic decisions. And so information that you might want is maybe you offer services, for example, on a monthly versus quarterly versus annual basis. Do you want to be able to see those breakdowns in your revenue? 
Maybe like we talked about earlier, you have different kinds of revenue and you want to see the difference between what I am earning on one-on-one -on -one services versus what I'm earning on group services. Departments, what I'm earning from coaching one-on-one uh, -on -one clients versus what I'm earning from speaking engagements. All of this is going to be information that is beneficial for you to break out on your profit and loss statement because now you have a sense not only of the top level revenue line, but really how you're making your money. And this is going to come up later in this episode when we talk about the implicit data that your profit and loss statement gives you. Now let's move to expenses. For IRS purposes, an expense is deductible when it is ordinary and necessary to your business. So ordinary means that this is typical in your industry. People who do the same thing as you are incurring the same type of expense. Necessary means that it is helpful for you to do your work. It doesn't have to be an absolute necessity. This business could not run if I didn't have it. It is more so important for you to be able to provide your service. So a good example is this podcast, right? For this podcast, for me to make it lovely for you, I had to buy a camera, I had to buy a mic. Now, those are not necessary for me to run an accounting firm, but it is necessary for me to provide this line of business to our clients. And so think about that, ordinary and necessary. There are some common deductible expenses and we'll make sure we drop a link to a, um, a resource that we have that you can use to look at that. But think about things like office supplies, travel, paying contractors and other team members, the cost of advertising and marketing. All of these are going to be expenses that are potentially deductible to your business, especially if you run a professional services agency or firm. Now, why is this important? Well, you need to see these numbers, right? You need to see what you're spending in order to make the business run, what feels frivolous and what feels necessary, and how you're able to make decisions about next steps in your business based on those numbers. So think of your expenses as all of the money that you're spending in order for your business to operate. Now, again, we've got your revenue, we've got your expenses, we've got your profit and or your loss. So one thing that I want to note here is you want to find the fine line and balance in your chart of accounts in determining how detailed you get in expenses. Let's use travel as an example. You can have travel as one line or you can have it as multiple sub accounts. I don't just want to see travel at the top. I want to be able to see how much I spent on lodging versus uh, transportation versus meals. Remember though that every sub account that you add adds a layer of complexity to your profit and loss. Now you have to be really specific every time you categorize a transaction in order to make sure that you're looking at apples versus apples to comparisons um, throughout the year. So I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just telling you to be careful. Once you have your profit and loss, and I recommend that in order to build it, you are categorizing or doing your bookkeeping at least weekly. I know. It can feel like a hassle, but take one day a week, an hour or so, and just categorize all your transactions or outsource it so somebody can take care of it for you. Either way, you want that information in place so that every month you can pull your financial statements in order to review them and make decisions. You want to be able to look at what I did this month versus last month or this quarter versus last quarter. And the only way to be able to do that is to have all of that information in there for you as you're trying to look at it. 
as close as you can, you want to have up-to-date information, right? Because you may have to make a decision on a whim and you would hate to look in there trying to determine whether or not you should do the next big thing for your business and realize that you're months behind on bookkeeping without enough data to really determine how you should move forward. So speaking of financial statement review, the whole point of your profit and loss and all of your financial statements is to tell you a story. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, it's not enough to just look at a number. You really want to know what the numbers are trying to tell you. And there's a couple of data points or a couple of ways that you can look at the information in order to determine what your next step should be or if you're in maintenance mode and there's nothing else that needs to be done. The first is what I call explicit data. These are the numbers. You are looking at cost versus revenue. So how much am I spending versus how much I'm making? What does that percentage look like? Am I spending 50% of what I make? Am I spending 25% of what I make? What is the goal? Am I trying to have as much profit as possible so I'm trying to keep costs low? Or is this a building year where I know that I'm making a lot of investments that are not gonna be repeat investments but are gonna take a lot of the revenue that I have now and I'm expecting my profit to be smaller. The next thing is where is my money going? Most entrepreneurs have this question at one time or another. What am I spending my money on? Where are my expenses headed? And the way that you can get this information is to look at your profit and loss, look at those expense categories. When you see how much you've spent, look at the highest percentage of those costs. So it may be that you've spent, say, $10,000 in expenses this month. And you can look and see that 50% or $5,000 of that went to support your team. Does that make sense to you? Is that what you were expecting to spend? Did you hire a lot in this past month and you knew that was that expense was gonna go up? In most professional service um, provider firms or agencies, the majority of your costs are gonna go to people and software. So spending a lot on your contractors or your employees and also the software that helps your business run. That's where most of your expenses are gonna go. And you wanna look at your profit and loss statement to make sure that it is telling that same story. Like I said earlier too, you also wanna compare to prior periods. It may be that your business is seasonal. And so you get a lot of data or a lot of income at the beginning of the year, it slows down in the middle, and then it ramps back up at the end. It could be that your business is pretty straightforward and looks the same throughout the year. But you wanna be able to look at prior periods to see if it shows you what you would expect. If January through March are your biggest periods of getting money, then you wanna compare January, February, and March to see if they look relatively consistent. And if they don't, keep in mind the things that have changed. Remember, you know your business better than anyone else. No matter what coach or business professional, strategic advisor, accountant, lawyer, all of them, they can give you guidance. We can give you support, but you know the ins and out of your business better than anyone else. And so when you're looking at your numbers, you'll be able to have a gut check of, does this information make sense? Which leads to the second type of data that your P&L can provide, which is implicit data. This is kind of what I call feelings. So first, how did it feel to make the money? As we talk about not having growth for the sake of growth, you need to be intentional about how your business is running for you. So you could look at last month and say, wow, biggest month of my business. It was amazing. I made more money than I ever made. 
But the implicit data might tell you, I took way too many clients. I was burned out. I was exhausted. My team was miserable. So yes, we made the money. If we just look at the numbers, success, check. But if we look at the implicit data, the how did it feel to make it, you may want to make a different decision. And this could be everything from reducing your client base or the people or the number of people that you serve to raising your prices, determining that, hey, when I look back at how much time it took me to perform this service, I really should be charging more. And I am always here for you raising your prices. So if you needed permission, do you. The other thing is, is this a building year? We talked about earlier when you're looking at your profit or even a loss, it could be that you have a bunch of expenses that you wouldn't typically have. Think about things like relaunches, revamps of a website, building your first team. These are all going to be costs that at the beginning you have to spend a lot of, right? But they're not going to be exactly the same. You're likely not going to have a new website every single year or revamping your brand every other month. And so, yes, the numbers look high. You are looking at these details and saying, wow, if I just look at expenses, I spent way more than I made and... Sometimes that can feel bad. You didn't get in business to lose money. So looking at your documents, looking at your financial statements and seeing that you overspent can bring up a bit of feelings for you. But take a break, take a step back. Think about what actually happened during that period. Are any of those things that I just mentioned true for you? Because if so, the idea is that there's a return on that investment, right? Maybe I have a loss this month and next month because I'm investing all of these funds, but I expect that to pay off three months, four months, six months down the line. And so look at not only the period that you're in, but remember that the calendar uh, is just a time measurement. It doesn't just look at this month. You may say, I made a lot of money last month. I made a loss this month. I had a loss next month. Then it went up, then it went down. But we wanna look at that cumulatively. How have you done for this quarter, for this half of the year, for this full year? But we wanna look at the full picture. How have you done not just for this month, but this quarter, this half of the year, this full year? All of that adds up to numbers that you're able to use to make decisions. So I say that again, not to get you scared about losses, but to recognize that even when they come, when you've got some information on the back end about the why, you can make better decisions about what you'll do next. It may turn out, hey, I know that I have a loss, but I save for this. I have this emergency fund, which I would highly recommend. You want to have three to six months in there, and we'll talk about that in another episode. But when you have that cushion, your ability to spend and invest in your business is higher, right? Because now you can do all of those building things that you need to do without the concern of a necessary profit in order to keep your business running. So let me give you an example. I have a client, a couple of clients, who made their first seven-figure years. And we celebrated, we get really excited when our clients hit these milestones, not just for the number, which, amazing, I don't wanna take away from that, but also for these dreams that you get to see come to fruition. This idea that like, I started a business and it was here, and now I made a million dollars in one year. But making a million and sustainably, repeatably making a million are not the same thing. And in the next year, she had a loss. Now, this could be scary for anybody. You go from what feels like a peak 
down to a valley and all of a sudden you start questioning all of the things in your business. But we were really able to walk through her numbers and say, hey, remember when you made all that money last year? It was just you. You burned out. You were exhausted. You felt like you couldn't take vacations or time off. You were constantly on the run and we said we didn't want this year to look like that. So what did you do? You built a team. You reinvested in marketing and copywriting support in order to get the word out more for you so that you could what? Raise your prices. So that you could do less work with, more, with less clients but making more money. But what that means is there's an investment in that in the beginning, right? Everybody who comes to work with and for you has to learn your business. Probably has an onboarding fee in order to get set up. All of these costs that you didn't have last year and your priorities have changed. So instead of your priority, especially for small businesses being, I'm trying to make as much money as possible. When you start moving to the back end, to the operations, to say, I'm trying to build something sustainable, your focus is likely not in two places. You can't run out and get as much new business as possible and also be focused on building your back end. So that could lead to a loss. The loss itself isn't bad. We planned for it. We made sure that all of that money that she made last year and that profit that she had in the bank, we could see how long that could hold her. When she was making these investments, when she was deciding what she wanted to do next, we kept on top of those forecasts. Keep forecasts in mind because we're going to talk about that later. But we looked at that to say, hey, all right. How long is this going to continue? Because at some point, we've got to stop and revert our focus back to getting you more clients. So I say that to say, don't get too focused on the number itself. Stay focused on what you want the business to do, how you can make that happen, and what your numbers will allow you to sustain as you make those pivots and changes. All right, so... That's it on your profit and loss statement today. I am so excited to do this Beyond the Number series because I think that it can feel like a black hole for a lot of entrepreneurs of, I mean, I know I'm supposed to have financial statements, but what are they telling me? How am I supposed to be using them? I'm excited to start with your profit and loss statement today or your P&L, and next week we'll be back to talk about your balance sheet. If you've got any questions, we'd love to hear from you. We'll drop an email in the show notes so that you can give us your feedback about what you'd like to hear about. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, I've got good news for you. We're supporting you all over the internet. Check out our Instagram at littlefishaccounting or our website, littlefishaccounting.com for guidance, resources, and ways to work with us. Plus, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss a future episode. See you next time.